So let's start with what it is and what it isn't. What is productivity and what isn't productivity in the world of breakthrough? So first, we're going to look at what it isn't. So breakthrough productivity is not you being busy. It is not you having more than you can do. It is not you being overwhelmed. It is not you being out of time. It is not you having too much pressure. It is not you being the martyr for your team. It is not you blaming others for your lack of organization. And it's not you worrying about procrastination. It's also not you working 24-7. So there's just a few examples of what breakthrough productivity is not. But I invite you to get present here. Uh, if you're human like me, you may notice that you've spent a considerable amount of time in one of these conversations, if not all of them. And productivity often lives for us more in this kind of uh, story about how we should be more productive. Um, and a story about that we're already too busy and there's not enough time. And um, I, I, the point here is, is every minute spent in this context is a minute that you're not actually at work on your priorities in the business. And also as a coach of a business or a business owner, I invite you also to get good at listening to your team talk this way because your team will bring you many of these excuses, many of these reasons why something's not getting done. And the more that you can just start to hear it as what productivity is not, the more you can set it aside and get to what we're going to distinguish next, which is what is productivity? What is the true essence of productivity beyond these, these myths beside there? So what is productivity? Let's look. Well, it starts with your mindset. Productivity is a mindset first and foremost. More to come on that. It is your relationship to time. It is your level of owning it all. It is your resilience for staying calm. It is your desire for peace in your life and in your company. It's your centeredness on facts. It's your ability to choose. And it's your capacity for staying focused. Oops. So that is what breakthrough productivity is. So let's take a look here for a moment at what's on the right-hand side of the screen. Your mindset. Breakthrough productivity, like most things, starts with your relationship to this topic. Are you somebody who is committed to breakthrough productivity? Do you know that breakthrough productivity does exist as a possibility as a leader? Is it something that you call yourself forth to explore, to tell the truth about, to look at where maybe you're sloppy or where you're um, telling yourself stories on the left-hand side of the screen? that's robbing you of your real uh, ability to be the next level of performance in your life. So it's a mindset first. Are you open to the conversation that there's no top to productivity? There's no top to that mountain. Are you open to the fact that no matter what you could tell me about how busy you are or overwhelmed you are, or that you don't have enough time or that you're under the pressure, I could show you someone walking this planet who has the same circumstances as you or even greater right? Who is managing their time more efficiently than you. So that's another human being out there who is uh, busier, who has more responsibilities, 
who has more pressure on them. And there's something that they've discovered for themselves that has them be able to manage it at a new level. So this is not a judgment of yourself. You know, for myself, I believe in breakthrough productivity. I believe that there is no top to my development as a leader, as an individual, as a dad, as a husband, um, as a member of my society and my mindset continually expand. How can I increase my productivity and accomplish everything that matters to me in my life? It's a very important conversation. And mostly what I find when I st stick with it is that I can see everywhere where I'm letting myself off the hook or I have an excuse for something versus no, it's just me not focusing. It's just me not sitting down and working something through to completion. It's me not getting up earlier. We're going to get to some practices here. There's not one answer for productivity. But the point here I want to start with is the mindset. Do you have that kind of mindset? Are you open to evolving yourself as a productive human being beyond where you're currently at? If the answer is yes, great. The rest of this webinar and the 15 practices may make a difference. If the answer is no, if you're stuck that you are absolutely working at your maximum level, well, then you should probably just don't, you don't have time for this webinar and you should turn it off literally, right? But it, it, I, want, I want to make it clear about mindset first because it's an evolution here, productivity. Okay, not a doing this. So on the right hand side, you'll also see relationship to time. What is your relationship to time? Is it finite? And by that is, you know, is there only so much time in a day? Well, yes, we have 24 hours in a day. That's a fact. But what's your relationship to the 24 hours? Do you own your own calendar as an example? Do you relate to your time as malleable? Can you see that um, efficiency and productivity and leverage happens in your conversations? So there's a certain relationship to time here I'm inviting you to have, which is it's not a fixed quantity that you run out of. And it's more about what I choose to do with the time than it is about the scarcity of time. Most people are in some conversation about scarcity of time, that there's not enough of it. And that puts us into a state of panic or overwhelm or being behind. Another view of it could be that there's infinite time. Okay. And we have to deal with 24 hours in a day. So being able to hold both of those together is an art in being someone who's super productive. And we'll say more about that in the practices. Uh, do you care about staying calm? Is being calm and peaceful in your life of value? If it is, you'll go after breakthrough productivity. And it's very distinct from busy work or looking busy or running from one appointment to the other. You're forfeiting peace and calm in your life with that kind of relationship to productivity. Um, breakthrough productivity also requires a centeredness on facts. So again, we stay centered on what it is that we've defined are our main priorities, our main goals, our business goals, and then we're, we're thoughtful about what hits our calendar. Breakthrough productivity also requires a relationship to choosing that you get to choose what you spend your time on. You really don't have to do anything. There's an old saying, the only thing you have to do is die. That's the only thing you really have to do because we don't have a choice about that. Pretty much everything else in life is a choice and your relationship to productivity 
is absolutely your choice. And then um, lastly, we say here, breakthrough productivity is all about your capacity for staying focused. Now, we know that. That makes sense. But everything above that gives you that ability to stay focused uh, on one thing through to completion. So let's look here now at 15 practices for turbocharging your productivity. I'm going to break these into uh, five sections of three each. And the first one we're going to look at is foundations to turbocharging your productivity. So there's three foundational pieces. Number one, it's about checking your mindset, daily, hourly, minute to minute. Number two, being grounded in your vision and goals. Number three is focusing on real priorities to get you there. So let's just look at this as a whole. This is foundational breakthrough productivity. I've talked already a lot about mindset, but check your mindset. Is your mindset that you're behind? Is your mindset that you don't have enough time? Is your mindset one of scarcity or is it one of abundance? To be really effective, I'm offering you that your mindset needs to be one of abundance. I have plenty of time to get done what I need to get done. You come from there first, okay? Then that way you're not trying to fit things into uh, 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 not enough time. And you just want to really experience that kind of life. That's where our anxiety comes from. Our worry comes from. Uh, we're quick with people. We're not present in conversations because we're always in some state of being hurried. We're not sure why we're hurried, but we just have the experience of being behind. I invite you to let go of that interpretation and, and step into that there's ample time. There's infinite time for you to accomplish everything you want to accomplish. And from that mindset, we can then ask the big questions, which are, what are your vision? What is your vision and what are your goals? So if we talk about your business, you can get very grounded in, where are you taking the team? What are the long-term goals, right? And then as I do with my clients often, make sure that you've now articulated that and worked it backwards, reverse engineered it right to today. So we can start to determine priorities from the future not priorities from what you're behind on, which is mostly about some version of uh, you're solving problems, putting out fires, and you're not, you have experience not really working on your big goals, okay? So first, abundance mindset with time. From there, what is it you really want to accomplish? And you're not worried about, do I have enough time to accomplish that? You see, you've let go of that concern, and now you're just saying what you really want in life and you're articulating it, and you're sharing it with your team where appropriate, and you're pulling your business in that direction. Then, once that North Star, so to speak, is set, then you can focus on the real priorities. So the question then becomes, to be where we want to be at X date, whether that's a year or two years or three years or five years, what are our priorities to get there? This redefines your workflow. It redefines and focuses um, the projects the, the teams that you'll get working on. I promise you when done well, you'll let go of a lot of things you may be trying to solve for today that may not need to be solved for. Because again, you're trying to solve for a lack of something versus coming from abundance, which is we have plenty of time to deal with everything. Let's first make sure that we're focused on our long-term future and that we've listed our priorities to get us there. Does this make sense so far? Okay, great. And again, thank you because this is foundational, right? You know, you can learn about productivity from many different people. It's fine. This isn't the only view of it. 
Um, but my assertion is without doing the mindset work, without really being grounded in what you want for yourself and your life and your business, and without articulating some priorities, then what is it that we're trying to be productive with? You're going to be productive with solving the same problems you've always got and get more tips on that. That's fine. But I, I'd rather you're up to actually fulfilling your dreams here, not just fixing problems. So let's move on to the next three. So this is about owning it. All right. Um, 15 practices. Here's the next three practices for breakthrough productivity. Be the master of your calendar. Choose what you spend your time on and design your week, month, and year. So again, you'll hear a theme in this, and it starts with the mindset that you actually do own your calendar, you own your time, and you own what you put in it. Okay, that's the basic concept here. Um, and that you do need a calendar to work off of. I would assume that most of you listening to this, but I don't want to just assume it, I, I'm going to ask you, do you have a calendar that you use uh, you know, daily, weekly, monthly, annual for the business, et cetera. Some kind of existence system that you keep your priorities in, that you keep your goals in, and that you keep your workflows in, right? Uh, if you don't, you absolutely need one. So maybe you're a newer leader listening to this, or this is just, you know, some people have a view that they, they keep it all in their head, and it's kind of like a badge that they wear that they don't need to write things down, and I don't need a calendar because I got it all up here, Chad. I hear that often, even from seasoned leaders. Um, I promise you that you're robbing yourself of a whole other level of effectiveness and definitely peace of mind. Because even if you're keeping it all up here, it's, it's not going to work, by the way. You, you, you will drop things out. You will miss things for sure. I would not want my pilot to keep everything up here. I want him or her to use a checklist when we're taking off and landing. I want the checklist, even though that they've done it a thousand times, use the damn checklist because I don't want you to forget one of the steps. So the brain is not reliable for remembering everything that's important for us. So that's a basic fact. And uh, the second part is, even if you did keep it all up in your head, it's not a very peaceful existence. See, if I got all that going around, bouncing around in my head, how effective am I with my son when I get home from work or want to now be with him and I'm remembering all these things in my head? It robs us of being present, robs us of just being with other people in our life or our employees or our team, or just quite frankly, chilling out, you know, sitting down and having nothing to work on and nothing to think about is important for you as a human being. So... Um, you, this all relates back again to keeping things in a calendar. So you don't have to worry about what you're going to do tomorrow because you've chosen what you're spending your time on and you've designed your week, month, and year. As an example, um, this is artistry. This is like a, a blank canvas in your calendar. There's nothing you have to do. Start with a blank canvas. There's really nothing you have to do. Everything is a choice. Oh, no, 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 Chad, I have to, well, I have to show up for work because I need my job and I have to pick up the kids from school and I have to, you know, get my, I don't know, pay my taxes, get my hair cut, whatever. Yes, those are, but those are all choices. You don't have to get your hair cut. You don't have to show up for work and you don't have to pick your kid up from school. Now, there's consequences if you don't do some of those things, but you still have choice. And if one of those things was in the way of your big goal, which we talked about earlier, then you have to ask some questions. Maybe I need to hire somebody to pick up my kid. Maybe somebody can come to the house and cut my hair. I don't know. You get creative. 
because you don't live in a world of excuses and reasons why you can't do something or you don't have enough time. You see, this starts to break up that whole um, world of stories we tell ourselves about why we're not producing results in some area of our life that we care about. We all have a good story, but that doesn't equal results. It's just a good story about it. So I am absolutely in control of my calendar. No one else is. It doesn't matter if I have a job and I, I have to put my accountabilities in there. And if I have an agreement to show up from work from nine to five or whatever it is, Monday to Friday, well, that's in my calendar. And if I choose not to have that in my calendar anymore, I would leave that job. Or I would go make a request and say, I'm going to work four days a week now, not five. Does that work for you? You see what I'm saying? You can create, but your calendar is the existence system for your creation. Your calendar is where you actually, like the artist, paint on the blank canvas, your work of art. And whatever is in your calendar is your life. You know, when you relate to it this way, I've talked about designing your week, your month, and your year. Yeah, that is exciting, you know. And again, there's lots of systems out there, and I'm not going to get into what system you use. I use a pen and paper, uh, and uh, that works for me. I, I, mean, I have a calendar. Uh, you know, I use an Apple calendar. It's what I use, and it's all synced, right, with my phone and everything. And then I just have my existence system is my piece of paper where I plan out each day and I plan out each week. And I'll take time to reflect and plan out the month or the quarter. And I'll look at what my long-term goals are and make sure that this week is super productive to fulfill what matters most for my long-term goals. And I'm not kidding myself. And um, I'm choosing what I spend my time on. So enough said about owning it. Obviously, I could say more about it, but I think you get the point. 